Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, tables and chairs, to the Wonderland. I'm Jeff Healy, Australian musician, singer-songwriter, comedian, vinyl record nut, amateur barista, compulsive overthinker, and your host for the next 20 minutes or so. And as always, I have new theories and thoughts to share with you, as well as the odd unsolicited opinion, which you may or may not subscribe to, but which I hope will nevertheless give you a bit of a chuckle along the way. And speaking of chuckles, today you'll also be hearing the second instalment of our brand new Good Time segment, which I'm pleased to announce has graduated from occasional segment to semi-regular segment. And it's going to be featuring every other week on the show from now on. In addition to that, we'll also be hearing some music, just to break things up. But for now, folks, I'd like to get right into the meat of the Wonderland. And I believe that there is a juicy subject which we may have had a taste of in the previous episodes, but, you know, I think we need to chew it over a bit more in order to fully digest the subject matter. And to do that, we now need to all put on our complimentary Wonderland lobster bibs and get the sauces ready as we tuck into the first course of today's informational smorgasbord. Theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome once again to Theory Time. Today's theory involves the subject of the human choice between eating meat and meat-related products and not eating meat and meat-related products. Now, I have touched on this area previously on The Wonderland, and I want to preface my remarks by saying that I yield to none in believing that everybody should eat whatever the hell they want to, cannibalism notwithstanding. But here's the thing. I do feel quite sorry for anyone who either cannot or will not eat meat, as in vegans, and possibly to a lesser extent vegetarians, lesser because vegetarians are allowing themselves considerably more choice. I mean seriously, it has to be a lot harder to get excited about the prospect of eating a meal of fruit and vegetables than it is to get excited about a feast of roast lamb or pork, fried chicken or barbecued salmon doesn't it? Hmm, I think so. Anyway, look, non-meat eaters will choose to disagree with me, of course, and that's fine, but my theory is that meat, which I personally am a big fan of, definitely has its place. But for numerous reasons, pretty much all of which have to do with money and profit, is getting a far worse rap than it deserves. Now, if anyone is thinking of countering my position with the good old, well, human beings are mammals and historically herbivores and therefore aren't supposed to eat meat, uh, well, no, zero points, because that's actually not true. Despite a wealth of well-intentioned but scientifically inaccurate and ultimately misleading information to the contrary on the interwebs, human beings are, in fact, omnivores. Meaning, of course, that from a health perspective, we can do well on meat, fruit and vegetables. All three things. Which is nice, because this potentially keeps us from getting gastronomically bored. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and speak from my own experience by suggesting that in eating all sorts of different things, rather than just slavishly eating the same types of foods all the time, we're actually giving our digestive systems a good workout 
whilst at the same time helping ourselves to find out which foods work best for us as individuals. You see, our physiology has adapted over the 195,000 years or so since our ancestors turned up on the planet to eating just about everything that doesn't actually kill us. And we've had more than enough time, I think, to assimilate all sorts of foods, including animal flesh, into our diet to the point that meat has become not only compatible with our digestive systems, but actually important to our health in other dietary respects in terms of vitamins, minerals and so on. Now, I have had some really yummy vegetarian food and I'm sure there's things on the vegan menu which I would probably also quite enjoy. But what I do find super annoying about vegan and vegetarian food trends is this push to create products which look like meat, feel like meat, smell like meat and taste like meat without actually being meat. Look, pick a side, either have meat or don't. And as my mum used to say, shut up and eat your vegetables. Seriously though, look, I'm quite happy for you all to eat whatever you like, but I reckon variety is the spice of life. And so does my digestive system and my taste buds. So if anyone is holding a raffle, I'll have three tickets in that meat tray. And yes, I will have another hot dog. With cheese. This is what I know. Theory time. And that's it for theory time. And now I'm super hungry. And as usual, there are no leftovers in the fridge that I feel like. Hmm. Well, that's okay. Don't mind me. I'll just starve. But let's stop talking about food for now and jump into our musical time machine, journeying all the way back to 1993 and... Look, there's my very first CD album, which was called The Path, and it still is. Written and recorded in Australia, and we're going to take a quick listen to one of my favourite tracks from the album. It's the first song, it's a happy bit of work, and it's called Bring Me Round. Well, I hope you understand, a man is just a man, maybe that is all. Sometime Valentine, but I'll always shine when you turn me on. Yeah, I know sometimes I frown when people get me down, but it's okay. Take it down there. That was a snippet of Bring Me Round, which, of course, you can check out in its entirety by visiting any streaming service or even my website, www.jeffhealy.com, on which you will find most of my other albums, singles, and releases. And you can get them from there for free. You can download them. You can share them. 
all good. Okay, well, folks, the time has come, the moment at least three of you have been waiting for. It's finally here, yes, so strap yourselves in and behold, a brand new edition of Good Times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. Kev, you look a bit worried today. A bit worried? Mm, I don't know, maybe worried is wrong. I don't know, maybe I am worried. And if you You are? Well, uh, let me tell you, I mean, our first... Episode is it an episode? No, more of a segment. Really. More of a segment. Okay, the big thing is the episode. The whole thing is the episode. Okay, the episode is is your podcast is, exactly. The segment okay. is this. this and I'm little... I'm like jumping into this a segment. Of yeah, it. it's kind of like jumping into one of those escape pods on a on a spaceship, you know. <laughs> right. And you try to get yourself shot out, and you can't. It doesn't work. Okay, so you're just I, sitting there like an idiot. I don't feel like I'm jumping in a pod. No, but you do look like. an But idiot. it is a podcast. What? Oh, 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 oh. Yes, there it is. That's pretty darn good. And yeah. that was completely so, <laughs> stupid. That's very shocking. Yeah. Shocking uh, but what I wanted to say is that, you know, it's it's this, I mean, you're the podcast guy and yeah, it's like I'm, Big Jeff, yeah, Big Jeff and Little Kev. Little Kev. You know, is that right? Um, well, is it wrong? Is it, is it wrong for me to be Oh, yeah, it's wrong. worried about it's definitely it? definitely wrong. Yeah, and I'll tell you why, Kev. Because why? now I'm glad you brought this up because worry Let's just think about worry for a minute. Now, okay. people are always been told, don't worry about it. Australians will say, no worries. And basically, they are saying to you, what they're trying to say to you is not to worry. <laughs> That's pretty bizarre. <laughs> no, they Jeff, are. They, you're I so know. logical. Look, I like no, the way you think. I, I, I do my best, Kev. And, and honestly, with this, though, seriously, worrying takes up a lot of our lives and we just stress out and we don't need to and it's a waste of life and a waste of time. So I think that there must be an opportunity out there for a new product. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay, Kevin. I've got an idea. You seem to have an idea. I'm going to let you run with that. Okay, listen. We haven't talked about where where it sits, where worry sits. Does worry sit in the past, in the present, in the future? Where where does it sit? Well, worry appears to sit in the present, but... It belongs in the future because you're worried about something or maybe you're worried about something in the moment, in which case, and usually you kind of feel, oh, no, this is happening and, oh, you're stressed out. It feels like you're mm. somehow too late. So there's okay. got to be a solution to that, Kevin. I, I, I don't know. I, call me crazy, but I have an idea. I you're think, crazy? Well, that wouldn't be the first well, I, time. I thought there was an invitation. <laughs> it was Sorry. an invitation. Okay. It was like a big cue card. Big cue card. <laughs> Call me crazy. Call me crazy. You're crazy. Okay. okay. Anyway, um, I think I've got an idea. I think you and I could do some entrepreneurial business. I'm listening. This. I'm yeah. listening. So <clears throat> what if you what if we had a service? What if we had like a like a pre-worry service? Remember that movie? What was that movie? Um, um, Minority Report. Minority Report. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Where they had this pre-crime thing. You know, they built up this whole service, like you know, to prevent crime by seeing it before it happens. Before it happens, which is a terrific idea. Now people were arrested. That's kind of negative. Yeah, kind of. And you so, want to avoid negativity. So, so let's not include being arrested for it. No, 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 but, no. Let, let's let's just not do. Oh that. my God! Somebody's coming in. Hi, we're on a live podcast. Can I help you? Okay, I didn't think so. Bye-bye. Okay. okay. So what I'm trying to say is you could buy a package where you get a pre-worry, yeah, Mm -hmm. and you lock it away, and you lock it away, and you don't use it, maybe ever, or maybe you take it at the right time. Right, because sometimes we like to worry. I think sometimes we do like to worry. I know people who like to worry. They, It's almost like they get off on worrying. Do you like to worry, Jeff? Mm, no, no, I really that, don't. That took a long 
Yeah, I had to think about it because I like to be honest with myself and... Yeah, but no, no, I don't believe I do. So what I'm saying is you could purchase a program. Okay. You know, like yeah. what if we had like three different segments of it? Like okay. you could have a like a pre-worry package. Okay. You could have like a present worry package. Right. You know, like something's going to happen today or in right. the next hour. But that would be expensive because you'd have to basically call up the company and say, I need a worry package and I need it right now. Is this for a future event, sir? No, this is for now. Well, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's a premium. Okay. Yeah, and there's continue. a premium. And there's a and third And then... One. You could buy the post worry. Remember uh, my first girlfriend? Oh yes. Remember very well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I remember. I, I had a lot I of post worry. You had a post worry there, and I'm not sure if it was f- well founded, but there was a lot of post worry. Yeah, there I was. I could have purchased something to avoid that. You could have if you would have, and you would have if you could have, but you didn't. But so I you... did. That's a lot, man. That was really fast. That was good, wasn't it? Was it? really fast. Yeah. But you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Yeah. Basically. Because, you know, sometimes things happen and we worry afterwards. We think of ramifications. We think of things that may happen because of that event. And so we've kind of gone past the event itself and we are now worrying, okay, about something else in the future, but it still is connected to what happened in the past. And so it gets all complicated there. It does get right. complicated. Yeah. Jeff, this is too complicated. I think it's too complicated. Yeah. yeah. Should we, we go now? Here? I think we'll go. Thanks. Good times with Big Jeff. Yes, good times indeed, and thanks again to my good, ever-patient buddy Kevin. And we'll be back with more mayhem in two weeks' time, so stay tuned for that. Now, I am a fan of vinyl, and I'm not talking about shoes or seat covers. I'm talking about music. Now, there's only one place to discuss this sort of thing, and it is on our second most popular segment, which is coming up right now. And yes... I'm talking about Jeff's Thought of the Day. I was thinking about something, I think it was the thought of the day. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And welcome to Thought of the Day. Now, vinyl records are something that I do love, but I like them when they're good. And there are a lot of crappy vinyl records out there, just as there are a lot of crappy CDs out there and crappy MP3s. And it's not as simple as vinyl is better than CD or digital is better than analog or vice versa. It isn't that simple. But I will offer this opinion, and it's only mine, that when an analog vinyl LP record is good, or when a vinyl LP record is good, it might even be a digital recording, if it's done well, it's fabulous and nothing can touch it. Now having said that, I think every medium that we have at the moment for music has its place, whether it's MP3, CD, Blu-ray, DVD, or a round 12-inch piece of PVC, otherwise known as a vinyl record. Now, vinyl LPs are interesting because just when everyone thought they were dead after the advent of CDs back in the 80s, they made a huge comeback in about 2009 and are still going strong. A lot of reasons have been put forward for this, nostalgia being one, except that most of the people who buy vinyl records are between the ages of 18 and 25. And so it's no accident that just about every artist who's big now puts everything on vinyl as well as on Spotify and on CD. I think one of the things was that people got sick of the fact that CDs are small, and of course so is the artwork and the packaging. And when you buy a record, you've got something big in your hands, something that resembles a piece of art, both in terms of the music and the presentation. And so for a while, people went a little bit anti-digital in terms of music. 
and they started getting really keen on the whole idea of going back to analogue, you know, back to albums that were recorded on tape instead of on a digital console. Now that's settled down a little bit, and sensibly too, because like I said, everything has its place. Anyway, look, I'm digressing, but it did raise the question in my mind at the time. Will we ever be completely comfortable with the digital world? Now, my opinion is no. No, we won't. At least not entirely. It doesn't mean we're going to reject it, but we'll always be a little bit uh, about it. And the reason for this, I think, is that humans really love physical proof of stuff, even when they don't need it or when it's not practical to actually have it. Now, if you think about it, it's true that we trust pretty much all of our communications and a lot of our financial transactions these days to digital mediums, but that's partly because we don't really have much of a choice. At the same time, we see that digital is actually pretty convenient, so, you know, I guess it's a trade-off. And cash is hanging in there, but there are countries which are planning to phase that out too, and so whilst it might take an awfully long time, I think that too is inevitable. Now, should we be concerned about this? Actually, no, I don't think we should be. Since the beginning of time, there have been things that could not be predicted or controlled, whether we could see them or not, like weather, for example. And then things like religion came along, which is based entirely on faith rather than anything that can be actually seen or scientifically quantified or proven. And humans were quite happy with that, weren't they? And they still are, to some degree which is pretty interesting. There is one big thing, though, that digital has in its favour, and that is the backup system. So let's imagine that you are completely anti-digital, that you refuse to trust any of your hard-earned money to a system which relied on computers such as banks and so on. And so you decided to store all of your money physically in a safe place at home so you could keep it as a quantifiable physical thing. Problem is... Your house could be robbed or burned down, both of which would also be physical events and very unsatisfying. And you can't exactly make a backup of the money, can you? So, with all its flaws, I think digital as a whole is actually no worse than any other system we've ever had or embraced. And I think, given our nature, that it might actually suit us better than we realise. Because... We don't always need to be able to see something or have empirical physical evidence of it to believe that it's there, do we? Unless it's food or a beer or the car or the wife or the boyfriend. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And on that somewhat paranoid sounding note, we say farewell to Thought of the Day and this week's episode. Thank you for joining me here on The Wonderland. I'm Jeff Healy. And I will be back next Friday with more essential thoughts, theories, opinions, musings and music. So please, come and keep me company yet again on another thrilling edition of The Wonderland. Mm -hmm. Gotta get back to Jeff's Wonderland.